Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever start your cart with the baker's app and save from wherever today baker's fresh for everyone 35 dollars order minimum restrictions may apply subject to availability get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one dollar each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card baker's fresh for everyone blog talk radio hello And welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's with great pleasure that I have a chance to introduce Dr. Lily Cuccio, author of the book. It's called The Truth About Life. What I'm excited about having Dr. Cuccio on today is because her book actually talks about an individual who is a pharmacist working in a small Midwestern town hospital. And during her experience, she started to have dialogue with and receiving messages from angelic beings and ascendant masters. All these things helped to challenge her core principles as a scientist, a biologist, and a pharmacist. Lily compiled this information into her new book. Suppose you could ask God, Jesus, the Buddha, and other heavenly beings any question, and they would provide you with information, questions about existence, why are we here, questions about money, sexuality, religion, why some people have disabilities, why some people might be gay, the fate of the earth, or anything like that. No questions out of line. Suppose for a second that Jesus himself, Archangel Michael, or any other heavenly beings came to provide you with answers to these questions. And it's not a dream. Although it might seem surreal, this is what happened to Lily. 
And this incredible book is a collection of conversations between Lily and other heavenly beings that she channeled. The answers are undeniably clear and provided in simple language that anyone can understand. It's with great pleasure that I welcome Dr. Cusho to the show. Dr. Cusho, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jason, for having me in the show. It is a real pleasure for me for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, do you like me to call you Dr. Cucho, or do you want me to call you Lily? What do you prefer for the interview today? I think Lily would be fine. <laughs> okay, great. Lily, thank you for sharing your story with us. I know um, one of the things I love to do with this, this podcast is feature and highlight people who have spiritual experiences that help change their lives. And looking at your information and being trained as a pharmacist, you have your doctorate in pharmacy. I wanted to ask you, first question out, when you experienced your your dialogue with angelic beings, how did that shape what you thought about yourself as a pharmacist with psycho uh, scientific training and background? Uh, this is a really good question. Um, to be honest, to be honest with you, at the beginning I was a little bit confused and shy um, for um, uh, for my experience of uh, having to talk uh, to angels and archangels. So um, f uh, coming from my background, uh, I have a really scientific background. Uh, I am a trainer as pharmacist. I also uh, have been a biologist before. Uh, so it is a little bit. I was a little bit confused and also. I didn't know. I didn't want people to know that um, I'm I'm talking to angels, and I was uh, concerned that they are going to see me as weird or um, <laughs> not scientist. So um, it was really. I, I have to. It was really interesting, but I have to reconcile and get over this fear and what people are going to talk, think about me, and just uh, to be here where I am today. Excellent. You know. I went through something like that myself a couple of years ago, being a lawyer and having a spiritual experience that opened me up as a psychic medium. Um, many years ago, I worked in, the, in Mississippi for Hurricane Katrina. And during that time, I started being opened up. And I guess what I want to ask you in hindsight, when you first started going through these experiences, did you, have, did you struggle keeping it separate from your professional life as a pharmacist as this started to open up and you started to write this book and other books and put yourself out there on a professional basis? Yes, uh, yes, uh, this is a really good question. I struggle a lot, and uh, I, I have been, it was like a time for a year when I, I never talk about it to anybody, especially at work or, or to my friend, uh, pharmacists and physicians, because I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't know what they are going to think about me and what they are going to say. So I struggle a lot, uh, but I, I was seeing like um, proof of what they are saying. Um, uh, if you uh, heard my, my story, I had been really sick myself, so I was taking at one point of my life 17 pills just to keep up, wow. and I have many, many health issues. So uh, when I was starting working with Archangels, they, we are starting to work on my uh, physical uh, um, health issue on a spiritual level. I was doing forgiveness uh, um, journey, forgiving people and letting go of uh, anger, resentment, because I, I became really, really, I, I went through a lot of stuff in life. So so I became really angry and bitter. So I didn't know that all my feeling and toxic emotion was affecting my health. So, so they, they told me that uh, my health issue uh, in power was uh, related to 
my feeling, anger and resentment. So I was confused uh, because as a pharmacist, as a scientist, I say, oh, how can that be? Because I, I thought the physical health issues are just physical. So, but I just started to, 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 to I, I just wanted to to give it a try. So I started to forgive people and trying to, to live in the space of love and gratitude and meditating. And my health issue was start improving and I was letting go of the pill one by one. And even health issue that I was told that was, uh, uh, incurable, uh, there, there is no cure for them. Just They, are, they disappear one day. So I just see the proof of what they are doing, uh, saying. So because I was, I was experiencing that in my, in my own personal life. So, um, so I, I knew it was true. So uh, I started to work on that and because I was feeling good and I was doing uh, stuff that I haven't been do, doing uh, for years. So I, I know what the, the answers I told, taking was true, but I was, um, it was like a conflictual information from uh, from my training and from what I'm, I'm experiencing in my own life. So I I have uh, at some point to reconcile all of those and be, before coming out in the public and saying uh, the truth. What's your greatest challenge now after writing this book? What's your greatest challenge that you share with our audience about being spiritual in our current world? I would say the the challenge um, is, is from several angles. Um, as a scientist, um, so I, I face people who who are a little bit skeptic, but um, I decided to tell the truth because, for instance, um, some of um, clients of people that I I I, I met, um, I told them the truth. Um, I remember one of my clients uh, came to talk to me, and she was she has a lot of health issues, and she was talking about. Um, Severe, severe health issue. Um, she has a cardiac health issue and other many, many uh, health issues. So I just decided to tell her the truth that some of her health issues may be related to uh, emotional issue or uh, what is going on inside. Um, and and she just started crying. And I, I said, well, why are you crying? And she said, this is true because all of my health issues started when I lost my son. Her, her son died. And from that day, she, she, didn't, uh, she didn't know how to uh, reconcile with that, to work on the emotion and the grief. And so she just started to think uh, mentally and emotionally. And that's where her health issues started. So, um, and so I decided to tell the truth because... Um, some of the people who I talked to, um, some take it really seriously. I remember one other uh, client, and she said, oh, is this true? If I start working on myself and, and letting go of my emotional baggage and walk inside and let go of anger or resentment, and would that improve my health? And I say, yeah, that, that's what I did. And, and she started to work on it. And two years later, she come to tell me, okay, my, all my health issues are disappear. I have nothing going on, and my back pain disappeared and I, I am almost able to forgive my ex-husband and stuff like that. So you don't know who is going to take these things seriously and start working on it. So I just say, okay, now I'm just going to tell the truth. If someone uh, receives it and work on it, uh, that would be great because people I'm seeing, I'm having like many, many testimonies of people being healed uh, by, by applying those principles. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So through meditation, letting go of negativity, forgiving, being able to be more open with yourself, you're saying that those principles will help you uh, heal your physical conditions potentially in your life by letting go of this, like by basically becoming more spiritual. Would that be a good way of summarizing? Yeah, we, we can say it like that, but uh, to uh, it, it, it is a scientist. It has a scientist background too, because everything is, is it, everything is linked to uh, uh, vibration. If you you want to see our uh, energy, um, so uh, w- w- um, I, I explain in, in in my book. So what um, um, like feelings and uh, and even the thought that we are thinking, they have a vibrational signal to them. So it goes to out of the it goes the feelings when they couple to uh, the thought, it be, it become like a vibrational um, uh, magnetic. So it affect the cell. So it change the cell conformations. So the cell. Um, start to change it. So if you have like a good feeling, uh, happiness and gratitude and love, so it, it, it triggers another signal of, of uh, and they start to produce like dopamine and good feeling hormone. So this, your cell, your, the, the cell of your body will, will become, will be in a state of peace and serenity and uh, it, it promotes health. On the other hand, if you have like fear, uh, anger, stress and negative feeling, resentment, so it triggers another signals like uh, a stress signal that produces like cortisol, the stress, the stress hormone. So it puts all your body in a flat and uh, flight of fly mode. So your whole body and the cells are going to scramble, start to, to malfunction. So with time, it just changes the signal and, and I produce uh, proteins that are stressful protein. And, and I, with time, like, like cortisol and all those uh, stress hormones, and it, it will affect your, your, your cells. And with time, you manifest a health issue. So many, many other people are talking about the same things. Uh, like Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, he said uh, 90, more than 90% of, of diseases are due to stress. And what is stress? Just fearful thoughts, fearful emotions. So it, it is a range. So, um, so if we want to go uh, deep, tell, I put many details on that on, on my book. So it is a scientist based, basically it is like um, quantum physics or vibration or energy, whatever you want to call it. So with time, it started to, to affect your health. So what many people don't know, uh, usually with the health issue, they don't start like when you discover. Sometimes it starts like weeks, months, or years uh, before it can manifest in, on a physical level as, as health. So if you want to see on, on a scientist base, uh, it is a scientist uh, uh, evidence that, um, but you have to, it is um, a quantum physics um, vibration. But on a spiritual level, uh, if you want to talk, see as a spiritual, uh, make it simple, uh, just if you tell people, let go of the feelings and um uh, and a uh, negative thinking and uh, uh, a toxic emotion, anger, resentment, and living in a space of love and 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 peace and gratitude. It, it, it will change the conformation of your cell and your vibration, and the, your whole body is going to start to to function better. So, um, but people, I, I I have discovered that when I explain it to people, when I came up with uh, scientific evidence, uh, people understand that better. Let me ask you a question. 
You mm-hmm. wrote this book through channeling. So are you a channeler or what, how do you consider yourself being able to communicate with Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Uriel, Christ consciousness, as you call it, formerly known as Jesus, St. Augustine, and your celestial team? How, I guess what I should say, how did you become in contact to be able to do this? And what do you consider it to be, your gift? Okay, <laughs> this is a really good question. Uh, I, I just think that somehow people don't know um, exactly what channeling means. Uh, and sometimes it has like a, a, a bad connotation or people ask, uh, say, oh, are you talking to spirit and stuff? But to be, to be true with you, um, uh, everybody is, uh, is a channeler in a sense. So everybody channel all the time, but we don't know. Like in... <clears throat> Like, um, how can I explain this? Like, uh, artists, uh, you when know, sometimes they they are like in a deep uh, concentration and drawing stuff, they they receive information. Or uh, people who make music, sometimes they they download information uh, from the angel. Everybody has angels around them, no matter your religion. Even even if you don't believe in angel, everybody has at least two angels around them, guardian angel assigned to them at 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 at, at their birth. But you can see channels as uh, a muscle, so everybody has a muscle. So, uh, but it is a matter of uh, if you exercise your muscle, and uh, you you can become like a, a bodybuilder in it. So it, it just depends <laughs> on the extent. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean to sound in the background while you say this. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you you're fine. So it just depends on uh, on the extent of how you are using your muscles. So if you exercise every day and you are trying, you are, you are training, and you will become stronger in it. So everybody has a muscle. Everybody's channel at some extent, but some uh, some you can develop that uh, more a little bit more if you want to. If it is your your intention and it is your life purpose, or if you choose to. I will say this. The reason I, I interrupted you without interrupting you by reaction. Because you just said exactly what I tell people when I work with them. I tell people oh. when it comes to spiritual, listen first, I, I tell people when it comes to spirituality, you're, you're, everybody's got a connection and that you're, one's ability to be able to be in contact with the other side is like going to the gym and working out your muscles. The more you do it, the more you'll find, you can find it easier, your connection, the more open, mm-hmm. everything you just described exactly fit in the mm-hmm. world. That's the only reason I interjected. I want to ask you about your background because in your book, you talk about coming from uh, West Africa, and I wanted to see if you could just share with our audience a little about your personal background because I think it's very inspiring. Oh yeah, this is a good question. I have this question many times. Yeah, I was born in West Africa, um, uh, in a small country uh, called Togo, um, which is a French-speaking uh, country. So I was raised by my mom. Uh, my mom was a single mom uh, with with three ch- children, my my two siblings. So. Coming uh, from Africa, um, I have a really humble and uh, beginning, and uh, we didn't have a lot. Um, my, my mom was struggling to 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 get out to school and to pay her her bills and rent. So uh, I have a dad. My dad was uh, healthier. Was um, he he he's more financially secure. Uh, but he didn't care about us, so my mom was struggling. So uh, it, it was one of the, the issues that I have since I was uh, uh, little. Uh, I didn't understand why my, my dad couldn't care about us, why he, can, he, he doesn't want to pay our, our, our school, our tuition, why we are struggling, but he has money. So I developed some, some of anger, uh, resentment. Um, 
told him and it was some of the issues that I have to deal with myself personally when I was doing my forgiveness issue to just let go of all of those things. So uh, after uh, graduating from high school, uh, I went to France uh, to, 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 to go to university. <clears throat> so I got a master's degree there in biology and neuroscience and also an MBA. And then I came to the United States and started over, go to pharmacy school to become a pharmacist. It's a lot that you went from really a very humble beginning to make something of yourself here in the United States. Where are you currently in the United States? Uh, I live in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, that's where you currently are. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I, I like to highlight You're backgrounds welcome. for people when, when you show that you've overcome a lot to get to where you are and, and where you are already in life. It's just very impressive to me. Uh, looking at your information, let's talk about, if you can share with our audience, the first time you've had an experience that you consider to be spiritual, that you actually felt that you were channeling something. Can you share with our audience what that was like for you and, and how it went? Um, uh, since I, this is a really good question. Since I, I, I was a child, um, I was really intuitive. So um, and my, my, my mom uh, knew that about, about me. Uh, I would have, like, dreams about events of people, and then the following days I would tell my mom, oh, I have this dream about this person, or this is going to come, this is going to happen, and then uh, it will happen. And they started to take that uh, really seriously. I remember one of the experiences, um, one day I, I, I had a dream. Uh, one of um, a friend of my 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 mom. I I I, I saw him like in just going in heaven. I saw him in heaven, like uh, in a white and so happy. And I, I, I wake up, I tell my mom, I saw I, I saw your friend. He's, he's a little bit, uh, he, he was like 60 years old. I, I saw him, I said, tonight I, I dream about him. He was in heaven and uh, he was happy and calm and peaceful. And my mom said, what are you talking about? And we, we, we used to go to church. Uh, I was raised in a Christian background. He's a friend of my mom from church. My mom said, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean he was in heaven? I said, I don't know, but I saw him in heaven. And then we went to church, and they said, oh, he, he's in a coma. He has a, a heart attack, and he's uh, in the last trading situation. He's a, in a coma. And uh, that night, when I was dreaming that he was in heaven, actually, he he, he, he was in coma, and the people think he, he they don't know if he's going to come back or not. So that's what I was dreaming about. So the dream was about he. he He's fine. He's no. He's no. He's he's no uh, anywhere bad. He's happy. And he ended up dying. But I just saw him a little bit before he 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 go. He he left the, the physical body. And many many events like that. So my mom and my family they knew that about me, and they, they just start taking that seriously. So if I I told them, oh, I dream about something. I saw something. I was, they they would ask me more questions. What do you mean? Well, what happened? What should we do? And sometimes we we change stuff. So that we, uh, so that the event, you you can change it, and but sure. uh, so it's just like a, that. So you had some like precognition, basically. You were able to pick up on someone that <laughs> might be in a in a coma that was about to mm -hmm. die, and you felt that ahead of time. Does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. Correct. And that, so Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. How old were you when that occurred? Oh, it was many, many experiences. Um, I, I, the, the one that I remember the earliest, maybe like five years old. You were five years old? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm asking. And let me ask you this. With reference to the book that we're talking about, when did you have your first experience that you channeled information to start the material for your book? How long ago was that? Okay. And okay. So it was like that um, since I was uh, five years old. And then the the thing started to um, um, going quickly when I was in my last year in pharmacy school. I would say about okay. twenty something, like thirty. I, I would start receiving information from my patients. Well, like the last year of pharmacy school is a clinical year where we go to rotation. We just do clinical stuff with patients. So when I was in front of my patient, they uh, usually they come up uh, with, with for us will be with a physician and they will talk about oh I have uh, diabetes, I have this, I have that, and then I will receive information. When I really focus on them, like call my mind and just see, as I ask myself and Tony, what is really going on with this patient and. And then I'll receive information. Some uh, I remember uh, a, a case where the the lady came. Uh, she was crying, and she said, "I have that. I have this." And then I just receive information that she was abused, sexually abused, when she was a child, and that is the cause of her issue. So I don't know. I didn't know at the beginning where the information coming from, but I would, I just knew that it was uh, it was true, and this is the main cause of her issue, even if she presents with other physical issue. So uh, it was, uh, and I remember when I come back every every day from um, work, I'll tell my my husband, uh, uh, I'm receiving information about people. I don't know where the information are coming from. Uh, it is coming from somewhere. And he said, what you are talking about? And then we we discuss, and then things just go from there. And one day, um, I, I, I when I started to uh, my in, in our personal journey, I was starting meditating a lot, praying a lot. I meditated for hours and uh, fasting, and then I was start receiving like hear voices, which is really different from the third like third voice. Um, uh, and I knew, uh, and then later I knew that it was a vo- the voice of my angels, and I would see them in my dream or in my meditation, talking to me and receiving information, and sometimes healing people, healing even my patients. Uh, for at work and stuff like that. Let me ask you this. When did you first channel, for example, um, Jesus Christ? Um, a few years ago, like three years ago, and he, uh, I was doing meditations and prayer, and he said, oh, um, I'm here to help you with your assignments. I said, I mean, what do you mean? I, I was confused no. because yeah. I, I couldn't believe that he, he, he would be on me because I was uh, thought that they are somewhere far, far away. <laughs> well, and I'm, as a psychic medium, I pick up a lot of spiritual stuff myself, and I always tell people that we're all one. Our energy is one on this side and that side so that when we cross over, our bodies, the way I'm told is that our bodies are vehicles. Our physical bodies are like cars that transport us around this Mm -hmm. existence and that we're all made up of spiritual energy that goes on to the other side. And most of us is that spiritual energy. And I guess what I would ask you is, have have you received information independent of what I just said through your workings and meditations and your channeling? Touch on that topic of how we're all one. I know you mentioned that in your book in chapter one, and I just wanted to see if you could go um, a little more in detail about that for our, our audience. 
Oh yeah, you you are perfectly correct, uh, Jason. We are all truly one. Um, I like to tell people like, um, if you can see uh, God, whatever you call it, or universe, like a tree, we are all like branches or live on this tree. So we are all connected. Uh, even if even if we present like different body, white, black, and stuff, men, women, we are all really one. So we are all like uh, different um, different uh, leaf or branch of the same tree. Uh, another another way to see it is see is seeing God like um or the universe like ocean and we are all like a drop of water of this ocean so we are all connected totally uh, everybody uh, so we we have the same uh, propensity this uh, the prop- we have the same constituents as uh, the universe we ha- we are made of the same thing but we just take on uh, like for our uh, we just take on different uh, physical appearance uh, for our life purpose. So the, the, the earth is a school. So it is a school when we came to learn different things. Everybody has a life purpose. Everybody has a specific set of lessons. Your lesson can be uh, learning to make how to make money or uh, forgiveness or, or anything. Uh, it can be a variety of, of lessons. And we have everybody have a gift and a life purpose. Your life purpose can be okay, um, uh, raising a child or or bringing a new uh, music or stuff. It, it is it can be a variety of things. So we, we we came here to learn something and to and to grow spiritually. So uh, we are really all connected. So when you come, you learn and then you go back and you review your life, what you have learned, what lesson you have worked on. But the ultimate purpose that we are all here for is to learn how to love everybody unconditionally and, 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 and grow in love. I love that. I, I know we, before we spoke today, I told you that I'm shifting the focus of my podcast, not shifting entirely, but expanding, I should say. So my show has traditionally been about spiritual topics, meditation, mind, body, spirit. Your book fits 100% within that. And you do as well. I, I, I want to let you know you have, a, you have a place to come. If you have any future books that you want to share about this type of topic and others that you have, I'm always happy to have you on the show and share your experiences because I can see firsthand that you're committing yourself and putting yourself professionally out there to spread the information that you've gathered through your efforts. And with that, I say that tons of respect towards you for that. And thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, thank you. The reason, the reason why I asked if we're all one is I've become more of a vocal advocate for the Black Lives Matter movement after everything that's been going on with George Floyd and these other police shootings that have happened out there. And I, I know that there's a lot out there, a lot to be said about the topic, but I guess one of my questions I want to ask you is, in light of the context of where we're living right now in our society, where we have these race issues going to the forefront again, and you have a lot of this charged environment, and there's, it seems to be like, you know, racism is something that I hate to say the word, but it exists still, and, and it's, it's not something you can ignore. I would ask mm-hmm. you, what's your opinion on, on the topic of racism and how our, our, our ascended masters approach it? And, and what, would, what guidance would you give anyone who's dealing with it or, you know, struggling against it? Uh, this is a really good question. And uh, like you say, uh, we are going through a lot right now. Um, I like to tell people, um, we, right now, the focus is on, on racism. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Jason. I, I have lived uh, in Africa uh, for 20 years, and uh, I, I live in Europe, in France, for 
or 10 years, almost 10 years. I live in the United States for 10 years uh, now. And I, I have traveled a lot. Uh, I went to many, many countries in, uh, in, in Europe, uh, Africa, and um, Mexico, and I, I saw, I saw, a, a, I saw a lot, and but the, the the main cause right now they focusing on racism, but the main cause that is causing all of those things is is a lack of love. So, and the lack of love, uh, um, love is the only thing that exists. But the lack of love comes in many many forms. It is fear. It comes in many forms. So fear take on form like anger, resentment, frustration, and it is a spectrum. It can go on and on. And then uh, at the end of the spectrum, you see you see uh, uh, racism or segregation and killing and stuff. And when you go down to the love spectrum, you see a uh, peace, forgiveness, love, service, and oneness. You, you see what I mean? So it is a spectrum. Absolutely. So it take on. Uh, it takes on, on many, many various forms. So here in the United States, uh, when, when I live here, we see black, black and, and white and people and, uh, and the feeling, the, the thing is separation. So people, uh, somehow we are lost. We are, we are spiritual beings. I should be honest to, to, that's who we are. We are a spirit or soul of some people like to call it soul or spirit. It is energy. So that's who we are in truth. And our physical body is just like a vehicle. So somehow when we came here, we are lost. So, and people start thinking that, oh, I am white or, or I, I am, I am a physician. I, I am a president. I am, I am better. I am bigger. I am. So, <laughs> So they don't know because they are lost. They just believe they are they believe in the dream that we are living. It is it is really a, a play a playground here. So they when they yep. get to this type of lost, they are lost and they just think that they are better or or, or better than someone. So in, in here you see a black a white are better than 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 black or, or rich people are better than poor people and when you're in Africa it, it is there too like uh, in my country in Togo it's they, they, they separate the country into two like uh, those from south and those from north so those from south think that they are better than those from north so it is the same thing wow. and when you, our, I was in France it's the same thing they they have in France you have many uh, a big population of um, of um Arab um, people from Morocco, Egypt. So France, uh, those those in France, those who are white, think that they are better than them. So it is the same type of fear or separation, just take on different yep. form. So it, the, the whole issue is knowing that uh, we are all connected and we are all one, and going to the base, the core of the issue, knowing that why you are seeing people who you are seeing, they are not white or black. They are just we are all connected. We are all like children from the from the same source we are like children from the same father mother god so it is the, this loss of consciousness or somehow we are dreaming and when people get really really lost in the illusion of separation it takes on those form of racism and things so to heal the to, to heal the issue we have to come back to the source and know who we are we are not our body and those who you are seeing to be honest with you jason i i, I did regression i talked to uh, my 
spiritual team. I, I have been uh, dis- incarnated here many, many times, and there was time when I was uh, a white uh, man from Texas, and today I am a, 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 a black woman from Africa. So we are really one. <laughs> so those who are, <laughs> yeah, truly, when you see uh, you, you are messy, I, I was able to see the picture of my life and what I was doing, and I really look like myself, but just in a different body, and they, they uh, I mean, they, how the physical body just look like the same. So when you, the people truly know that, that you are doing that, but maybe next time you are going to be a black man in this country, even if you are white or you are going to come from Africa. So th- that, that is the issue we are really lost, and the lack of love is the issue that is causing all of those things. And to heal this, we have to go to the core and heal uh, and, and bring in love. If something is lacking, what, what, how do you fix it? You, you, you bring what is lacking, and it is love. And it takes on all, all of uh, different forms. This fear can be sometimes I walk or I am the manager, I'm better than you. All of those kind of, it is just the same kind of spectrum of fear. So love is what is going to heal us. And love is the answer. And knowing the truth about who we are, what we are here for, and it is, it is the answer. I believe very strongly that love is the answer to a lot of things that we're dealing with right now in our world and always has been. I think our ego sometimes gets in the way and prevents us from seeing that. And I agree with you the way that you classified uh, how we're all the same. I mean, even in your book, you talk about oneness principles and you say that our genetic makeup is significantly similar to one another. We're all made up of cells. We're made up of carbon, Mm -hmm. hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen. Why do we have to look at the shrivel of a physical difference between one another, like the color of our skin or the way that we are male, female, or what country in the world we're from? or what economic background we come from. Those are all things that we have to get past in order to show that love and let it come through to everyone on some level. I want to ask you this. When you talk about your spiritual team, when I, when I meditate, I usually get what I know I have spirit guides and I know they come in when you, and I I can distinguish energy. So I know if if it's someone's deceased loved one, or if it's someone that's a ascended master kind of thing, when you channel from your spiritual team, how are you able to know who it is that's popping in that's giving you guidance? Oh, this is a really good question. They have um, very um, distant um, vibration or uh, signature. So um, I just work with them so many times that I just know uh, Akarenjo Gabriel come off like in this soft mother-like energy and uh, talk softly and Jesus will talk uh, different. So it is like, it, it is energy, it's vibration. So they have the same vibration, different vibration and how I dis- differentiate uh, them. And when you go deeper in your meditation practice, you are able to hear them. They have really different uh, voice, tonal voice and di- very different a- appearance. So it is just a, a matter of, it is a matter of practice. And usually, to, uh, I have a, a different set of, of like a routine that I do and practice, and I will call them or on them specifically with intention and focus and love. And if you call on Jesus, you have Jesus. So and and again and again, and it will come up in the same way. So that's how you you know. But when you go deeper, it is a matter of practice and. Actually, uh, one of my friends, I, I was thinking maybe maybe I'm going to one day uh, do like a course on how to, to do this properly and teach people how to do it because it's something that we all can do. 
but you just need to be careful and prepare yourself mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, and surround yourself with a bubble of light and just call in on your uh, spiritual guide. I love that. And I want to tell you something. Exactly what you're describing in your book about how we're all mm-hmm. one, we're all connected, we're made of energy, those are the same principles I believe in as well, just from doing all the meditation and spiritual work that I've done. As a follow-up, going into your biological scientific background, how's your understanding about the universe, the cells of the body, who we are on this earth and our lives? We're made up of complex cells and all that. How does that correspond to your, your scientific background? I guess looking at it from your scientific background and then having the spiritual awakening, how did you reconcile the two? I think we are in a place on earth right now where we think like the science is different from uh, from spirituality. You are either a scientist or you are either spiritual. So when we think about spirituality, when we think about um, uh, angels or, or our God, we think about like religions, people, and that they are not scientists. But uh, I think I, I will tell you that we are really wrong because they are really highly educated scientists, scientist people. Like I like to tell people, like even God or, or who were um, our source who made up the body. This is the body is so complex that the person who made it has to be highly scientist, biologist to make cell working. I mean the proteins. When you see the when you go deep to to see uh, how the cascade of reactions and how the long function and if all of those things it is really scientist and uh, on the, uh, this is a third dimension where we are still learning how to create how to uh, manifest stuff and uh, uh, I would say a little bit is like an archaic dimension but those like uh, our guide uh, uh, the angels and uh, the archangels, are, uh, they, they are really scientists. So sometimes I think they, they, when I communicate with them, uh, when I was doing my, my book uh, I, explaining the scientific part, I didn't want to go too deep in the scientific level of things so that people don't get lost, but they are really scientists and, and educated people. So we go, like here we are going right now on Earth, we are making like uh, creating airplane and stuff, and this is just the third dimension. Can you believe what, what we can be able to do when we are in like, like fifth, seven, uh, nine dimensions? So people are really scientists, scientists making or creating how even how to create our stars and planets and stuff like that. So uh, we, we we think about them like different from uh, or not, not knowing anything about science, but it is not true. They are really educated and scientist people. Uh, I think that's great. I want to ask you this. I'm looking at your, your chapter regarding diseases of the body. And one of the things mm-hmm. I wanted to see is if you could describe in your opinion when someone's dealing with a weight issue and they're unable to lose their weight, how you would approach someone with weight issues and explain to them why you think they might be suffering from that and how would they best combat it to become healthier? This is a really good question. Um, I have been struggling. I, I, I struggle with a weight a lot before myself. So I was like doing a yo-yo with my weight. I would lose weight and I would gain it. And uh, I try many, many, many kind of of a diet. Uh, you name it, I have tried it. I have tried everything and spent a lot of money <laughs> because I wanted to get. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but uh, the weight keep coming back and. 
I remember when I started working with uh, Archangels and uh, especially especially Archangel uh, Raphael, uh, he was telling me that I can help you heal your addiction. I can help you cut the, the cord of uh, energy that connected to you to weight and I can help you to I can protect you and so that you can feel safe and he told me that weight issues are related of uh, feeling of if you if you are feeling insecure or you are in a space where you you don't feel protected or safe so you you gaining weight as a way as a manner of like protecting yourself like breathing a uh, something around you but you're breathing in, in, in spiritual level you are trying to build a protection shield around yourself but on a physical weight you are just breathing like a mass of i don't know weight around yourself eating so that you can see feel protected so, so it will manifest as weight around yourself. So the a way of healing this is just going to to the source and first of uh, feeling safe and and finding a way of what is making me unsafe or not liking myself or feeling insecure. And also, if you have an ad, you have uh, a weight issue. Usually, we have like cravings. You are craving something. So, uh, it, um, on a spiritual level, it is like um energetic cord connecting you connecting you to those uh, foods so you have to break them somehow uh, on, unless you break them you are going to crave them because you are connected to them so when you break those cord uh, energetically uh, that connect you to those food you you don't you won't you won't crave them uh, anymore so i was a little bit say uh, at the beginning i say oh is this really true but i really wanted to lose weight for a while i was doing yo-yo so okay, what, what do i have <laughs> to lose Okay, so I just say, okay, help me to 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 cut those cords, and so I call Archangel Michael and Raphael, and uh, to my um, uh, to my uh, uh, astonishment, uh, I didn't crave those uh, chocolate and stuff anymore. I was amazed, and it helped me a lot. So I asked them for, to help me to protect myself too. And so when uh, and I, I did many changes in my life, so I was in a relationship that was not working for me, so I was not feeling safe. So I changed the relationship, so I was feeling better, and then I started feeling better in my in my body. And and so so the weight issue is connected. Every health issue it has is some spiritual thing going on. So the weight issue usually is trying to protect yourself and building something around you, and you start breathing like muscle. Um, a weight around yourself to protect yourself. So basically, just so I can summarize that, and I understand it, when you gain weight, it's like protecting yourself from other things in your life, like external mm-hmm. variables. So you you put on this weight. I guess like if someone was like a rape victim and they gained a lot of weight on it, you know, without even realizing it, or if there was a emotional trauma that someone had earlier in their life, they might eat wait, eat now to comfort themselves. And so that's yes. what you're saying. Part of the problem is. Mm-hmm. And so by being in tune with what's the core of it, you can then relearn different processes to Mm -hmm. lose the weight and get healthier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are exactly correct. I was just, I I just, I like the idea of how you're explaining it so I can understand it in my own mind. That's great. Let me, let me ask you this. Can you tell in your book, you talk about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And what is the truth about Dr. MLK that you picked up on in your book that you'd like to share with our audience? Oh, this is a really good question. I think uh, I, I love Dr. Martin King Jr. 
and uh, he's an ascendant master. And so um, when people think about ascendant master, they think about Jesus or the Buddha. But they didn't, right now we have like a new generation of ascendant master coming on earth to teach us stuff. And uh, Martin Luther King is one of them. Another one of them is... Um, uh, is Mother Teresa. So Madam Martin Luther King is one an ascendant master that has been sent to us, uh, or who decided to came to teach us about the principle of oneness that we have discussed in, uh, discussing uh, earlier. That we are all one. That no race or no no gender is above or below other. So he's an ascendant master who came to work specifically on this issue of racism and oneness. And unfortunately, uh, he has been killed. Uh, people because. Uh, the the information um people people uh, uh, don't know about uh, oneness and 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 the fact that we are all equal and this is his main message that we are all all equal and uh, white and black and all races we we are all e- e- equal so I, I really love what he did but uh, I would say that he has impacted this country uh, so in so many ways and uh, he, he, his work still are going on and we we won't be here uh, personally I think uh, where we are here right now in the United States with, without his impact so he, he his work still are going on and, and he's he's a great soul and he he did everything. He, he came to teach us about oneness, and uh, I, I really love what uh, and he's still working behind the scenes right now or to help us uh, on, on the spiritual level. What would be his opinion with what we're going through right now as a society the last few weeks? Oh, I think he he will be uh, teaching and teaching about for he um, when people um, when when you dive a little bit into the like uh, the life of Dr. Martin King and his work, he teach a lot about forgiveness. He teach a lot about uh, uh, even if you want um, if if you want change or uh, uh, seeing black and white as equal, we we, we have to do that on a uh-uh. On a level of love, without uh, hatred, like he he always uh, do a pacific uh, protestation, and he always trying to teach people we we can get this done without being angry about anybody. So he, even if he's teaching about uh, oneness, he always teach about how to do this uh, uh, in in the space of love or how to forgive even the unforgivable. He he would tell us, I believe. Uh, for, forgive each other, uh, like to uh, black people, he would tell them, for, forgive them. We get this done, but in forgiveness and, and love. I, I think that's how, how what he, he, he would say today to all of us. So basically come from everything with a place of forgiveness and love and don't have violence and be peaceful? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can make change by uh, choosing, uh, even if you want to ch- see changes in in equality, we can get this done uh, with that violence and with forgiveness. Without violence and with forgiveness. Good. I understand mm-hmm. that 100%. Let me ask you this. You write a chapter about other planets, galaxies, and beings from other dimensions. I believe that there are other beings from other dimensions and other planets myself. I want to ask you if you could share with our audience what you picked up about aliens, for example, from other planets, and will we ever see them in our lifetime? Right now, uh, what I can tell you is that right now the the planet uh, our planet is shifting. We are going to a, a, a fourth and fifth dimension. So the the veil uh, that was keeping us uh, of seeing the truth is getting tighter. Um, 
so that's why now you have a lot of like a spiritual awakening going on, and even the the why we are talking discussing the racism stuff, it just is is be 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 just like light is coming when the lights come darkness cannot shine anymore so the racism has been here before to be honest with you i think it's getting better because we are not where we are uh, 60 years uh back then 60 years ago or 100 years ago we were in the space of slavery here in the united states or segregation and why now we i mean i went to pharmacy school and I, there are only two black people but this school was a great school and and if you try hard, you, even if you are black, you, you will make it. If, if if you if you put effort in it, so it is getting better. Even if the media uh, uh, on TV we are seeing all of those things, we are not where we are right now. So it is getting better. Why? Because we are going to a, a, a fourth and fifth dimension, and that's why all of those issues are coming up so that we can address it. Before we don't used to have uh, all of those things, we don't see them on TV. We don't have uh, cell phones with video camera and we don't have internet and we don't we didn't have um uh, Facebook and all of the stuff. So the darkness used to be high, it was like a hidden, uh, hidden. So uh, people will kill people. Uh, I mean, uh, the issue of racism, um, black people will be killed, but no, no one will hear about it. But right now, it, it is if someone will take a picture or, or, or a video and it will show it. So the issue has rise enough so that we can address it. And so it is getting better, even if it seems right now like it's getting worse. And in truth, it's getting better. What I like with what you're just describing and, and what you're, I get a visual of like a body with a, like a really bad wound on a leg or really bad wound on an arm and it's bandaged mm-hmm. up. You picture, you know, you're, you're in the medical field. You understand when you bandage up something and then you go to mm-hmm. take it off to see how well it's recovered. I feel like our mm-hmm. society did that with racism and race relations. They bandaged it up with these legislation over the mm-hmm. years, thinking it's going to be fine. Everything's great. Look the other way. And then recently with George Floyd's death and other things that have happened, that bandage has come off and we see this horribly mm-hmm. bruised part of the body that's just needing help. And I think that's where we are now, a moment of truth. Yeah. And yeah. I, I like the way you described that, though. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a couple of minutes left. I guess what I want to ask you in reference to your book. First off, let me ask, if anyone wants to reach out to you directly, how would they find you? Uh, they can go to my uh, website, www.integrityhealing.org, or you, you can just take, type my name on Internet and go to my website. So uh, all of the information and the book is on uh, Amazon and uh, everywhere. They can find the book. The name is the truth about life, revelation never told before in the history of humanity. Let me ask you this, uh, just for your website again, can you spell that for our audience just to make sure they have it right? Yeah, sure. It is www.integrity.org. Okay, great. And I'm on your site right now. I'm looking at it. So it's integrityhealing.org. And if, can what's coming up for you in the future uh, beyond this book? What other projects, if any, are you working on that you'd like to share with our audience or, you know, anything you want to share about yourself personally? 
Oh, right now I'm working on so many projects. I have three books that I'm finishing up, and I have a course in forgiveness because many people are just asking me, okay, I have this issue, my husband left me, I have been abused, and I'm not able to forgive. How do you forgive? So I'm working, uh, working on this course. That will be finishing in the coming months regarding forgiveness. Also, uh, a course in um how to heal because I believe, uh, I, I know working in hospital, uh, I believe there is a place for uh, the traditional um, uh, he, um, med- uh, medicine that we have today and there is a place for spiritual uh, healing too. So I believe, I strongly believe that we can heal ourselves. And so um, I'm, I'm teaching, uh, working on this so that people don't have to come uh, uh, say, okay, I, I need to um, book a session with you so they can do it by themselves uh, and work on that, work on the issue. So I'm working on that and working on on um, the books. So there are many, many things coming up for, <laughs> uh, in the future. It sounds like uh, you've, you've gotten many blessings for your action. I'm so happy to see that. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot going on, very positive for you. I um, want to ask you this. What do you think, in, t- in your own terms, from all the spiritual stuff that you've experienced, what do you think the future path for us as a, as, a, as, a, as a humanity? Where do you see things going in the next 20, 30 years with this technological advances that we're having and everything that's been going on? How, how does that, in your mind, reconcile where we are now and where you think we'll be? Well, this is a good question. Uh, I think uh, yeah, the, I'll, the I'll, future I'll, is... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to you. No, go ahead. You're fine. The, the future of the earth is, is going to be bright. It's bright. Actually, what we are going on right now, the changes of technologies, uh, even the issue, I mean, it's getting better. It's going to get better and better because we are moving in a, to a fourth and fifth dimension where it is going to be more fluid, more loving, more equality, and more uh, technologically advanced, more spirituality. People are waking up. They are knowing the truth. They know that they, they are souls, and it is going to get better and better, even if right now it's like it's getting worse, but in truth, it's, it's, it's getting better. I agree 100% with that. Do you think we'll have evidence scientifically of the afterlife as we increase our technology? Will we be able to discover some other evidence to show that when we die, we go somewhere else with our energy? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I absolutely believe that. And right now there are souls like for really uh, evolved dimension that are coming. And I don't want to tell the names, but uh, some of the big technology that we advance in, in technology that we have have been who are incarnated here, specifically with the mission of propulsing the earth and moving the earth faster and so that we can see more clearly and have more evidence of truth. So it's, it's getting better and better. It's, it's going to keep going on that, on that plane, on that way. Excellent. I want to ask you in conclusion, if you were a spiritual animal, which one would you be and why? I generally ask my guests this question at the end of an interview. <laughs> question. I, I like the dolphin. So I think I, I would like to be like a dolphin, like swimming free in the oceans. <laughs> you know what's interesting when you say that? I should have saw that when I saw the pictures, the reference to dolphins in your book, and I was very impressed with that. I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, dolphins would be great. I'm an owl. I say that every episode. I'm an owl. I, I have two parrots. I like birds. Birds can go up and fly around, have big eyes. And I'm always very curious about the universe around me. So I'm one of those people that goes out 
checks things out, kind of you know, assesses it from a distance and tries to gain wisdom from it. And then in that way, yeah. convey to others. So Yeah, I was I, really good one. <laughs> I want to say this. I am so grateful that you have the bravery to come out here and make, you, you know, people look at what we do in our professional eyes, as you want to call it, our nine to five or however you want to see it, where I'm a lawyer and, and I trained to do that. And you became a pharmacist with your doctorate and you trained to do that. And then we have the spiritual part of ourselves that just wakes up on its own and kind of changes our direction mm-hmm. a little bit. You yeah. can't ignore it. You got to do this. <laughs> and that's why I really am happy that you are out there putting your message out there because it's so needed right now in our society and your message of healing and love and energy and vibrations and all that stuff. And, and the stuff that you've tapped into, I a hundred percent, it resonates with me. And I believe it, it's for a reason that you have these books coming out and that you're doing what you're doing. And for that, I thank you for coming on the show and thinking of us. Oh, thank you so much, Jason. Thank you for having me on the show. It was a really a great pleasure for me to, to be with you. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure for me. It's the best way to spend my Sunday afternoon. I have to be quite honest with you. Thank you for coming on today. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> have a good day. I just want to thank Dr. Cusco for coming on the show. Uh, being trained as a pharmacist with a doctorate and then her complex background, you know, just going from West Africa, going through France, living in these different places, educating herself, coming from a single parent family, challenging her core concepts to pursue spirituality and becoming open about it. Those are the kind of things I deeply respect and admire. Uh, her books are out there. Her website, integrityhealing.org. Check it out. I highly recommend Dr. Lily Kuchko. I thank her for coming on the show because any kind of message and under, a greater understanding and healing that we could receive right now, I think is beneficial. And when it comes to why we're here, um, there's a lot of those question marks sometimes we hold and we have, but the beauty of being able to have Dr. Kuchko on the show, you have someone who's trained with a scientific background who has the courage now share with our audience and others that she's had spiritual contact. She's had a spiritual awakening and that that has elevated her vibrational energy to understand things, not just from the biological or the pharmaceutical perspective, but to look at it from a greater lens. And that's what I think needs to take place right now. We need to look at our lives from the greater lens, not just the we're here and we're in this corner and other people are in that corner. We need to look at the oneness of the message that she brings, the oneness of who we are, that we're all one, that we're all made substantially similar to one another. I thank you for listening to this episode. Check out Lily's book and the, the truth about life. And it's revelations never told before in the history of humanity. And check out Dr. Kuchko. And uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Until next time, we'll be back with more programming soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Bay 
Packers. No matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, got this chair? My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. 